Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is authentic conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And uh, we are in the middle of moving week. It's transition. If you haven't uh, caught up with our story, we are expanding heaven and business to the East Coast, currently in California. So that is a 3,000-mile journey from one coast to the other, from Redding, California to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And there's a link in the show notes to the story in behind that. But I want to focus this week on how are we doing the leaving, launching, and landing well? How do you do transition? So for everybody in the middle of transition, this is going to help you. But if you're not, you will be at some point because there's one thing that's certain about life. One is uh, death, two is taxes, and three is change. Everything changes. So it's how we navigate that that's so important. So how am I doing in the middle of this? Well, mixed. And I think I might have shared this already. Is kind of uh, Friday uh, just gone. I was like, I'm not sure about you. If when you get overwhelmed, whether you just shut down, sit in a puddle, or cry, I kind of just go into space cadet mode. So I can. My wife was having a conversation with me, and I just couldn't stay focused. Um, my uh, uh, later in the day, sort of 5 p.m., I just fell asleep in the middle of a conversation. At the end of the day, I said, I think I'm having an emotion. So my body's just shutting down. There's just so many decisions, so many little decisions to make. And it's just being aware of that and protecting time, uh, especially for my wife and I. We'll go for a walk in the morning together. Uh, we'll make sure we go for a walk together in the evening. So in the middle of transition, uh, protect the things that are most important. Your time with Jesus, that's your anchor. That's the life source. His voice is everything. And secondly, those critical and valuable uh, connections that you have around you, whether that's a spouse, uh, your spouse, your children, uh, your uh, close friends, just keep that close and then everything else will fall in the gaps and around it. So that's what we do. That's how we stay connected, making sure the conversations keep going, especially when it gets stressful and there's so many decisions to make and there's no way that you're going to make everyone perp- uh, on per- perfectly because you just don't know. So leaving well, what do you do? Uh, as you're leaving. We've been in this environment for 14 or coming up 14 years. So how do we leave well? Here's what we practically did. And we had three different leaving events. Uh, One was for the local business community. So we advertised that and we transitioned leadership of what we were doing locally to a new couple. And that was an opportunity to connect and literally what we did is remembered the story so for us with the local business community we got them to line up across the room uh, for the length of time that they've been in the community then we got them to form into groups around that so say that's 15 plus years they got onto group uh, together uh, groups of maybe three or four or five and then tell stories of how you've seen our community change. Now, what was the purpose of this? I believe it was a great God idea. In the purpose, in the, in the process of transition, it's really, really important to remember where you've come from, where you are, and where you are going. And so don't forget the, the stories, the people, the journeys, the relationships that have 
happened before you. We are a part of a continuum, something so much bigger than us. So doing that little exercise and then introducing the new people that are going to take what was into what's next, it launched them uh, launched them to succeed, gave them that momentum, and also celebrated what has happened in that period of time. So that was the first meeting that we had. The second event uh, was with the staff uh, with Bethel Church. I've been on staff, so we had an event. Anybody could drop in. It was an hour and a half. Uh, wonderful food. The team, the administrative staff, put on just a just a great spread of food and even how they laid out the room was pretty cool so shout out to you uh, Bethel administrators and just how well you did that and then they prayed for me in the middle of it which was really cool Uh, the whole way through all these three events and my own team Dorothy shout out to you I had set up a little uh, box with cards where people could write uh, a word of appreciation, a memory, uh, perhaps a prophetic word about our future. And those are also so valuable. Of, I, I certainly appreciate the prophetic, but in a time like this, I even more appreciate knowing how my life has impacted people around me. And so writing that down, uh, a guy, Dean, he was given the book Dream Culture when he was in South Africa. The Dream Culture is the book that my wife and I wrote. And he read that book with his wife. I believe it was in Cape Town, South Africa, and realized their dream all along was to go to a ministry school. So the being given a book triggered a journey for him to land up in Bethel Church, Redding, California, from South Africa. And now he's on staff in the School of Ministry. What was the point? We wrote that book. That book changed his life. Those little memories, and when you, especially when you're going through everything upheaval and change, is just tying it back to the stories of how you've affected and impacted for good the people around you. So those two meetings, the local business meeting, the uh, staff meeting, and then the third one, we just had an open home at our house and invited people that are closer to us just to drop in any any time between sort of 2.30 and 4.30. We had that same set of cards set up and just made an intentional uh, purpose of connecting with every single one that we're just not going to have the time to do individually. And so we just did that, which was a wonderful, wonderful time. It ended up being like an hour over and uh, we should have got a lot more drinks. Obviously, those were non-alcoholic drinks, but it was a wonderful time to just connect, interact, socialize, hug, uh, and and just remember memories. And then we have this stack load of cards to go through with these just wonderful words to remember that I will keep and I value those so much. So those three, and then individually, I'm right on right now heading into Reading to meet with some individuals. So these are like one-on-one meetings. It's only a handful of people where there's just key things I need, either need to wrap up and pass on or the people that I've got an ongoing relationship with. And I just want to anchor that. Uh, we did that on Friday. I took two couples out for lunch. Uh, we're doing that today. And my wife's doing the same. And so we're just processing all of that together to get through and protect the things that are most valuable. Uh, I also went and there was a couple of people that in our life in the last 14 years, they've made a real significant impact on us. So I, I got them a significant gift. 
just something that would communicate value, the difference that they have made, and something that they'll use on an ongoing basis to remember me by. And so those were just some little keys in terming in terms of understanding who who are the different circles of people and how we're going to appreciate value, recognize that, and remember. Uh, to be candid, I didn't want to have any of those meetings because it's you might have an emotion. It's it's, no, it's vulnerable. It's it can hurt, and it should hurt because you've built relationship. If you haven't built relationship, you can just get up and leave at any point, any time. So that sadness, that grief, that grieving, it's not just about you. It's about giving others the opportunity to do the same. I know when we left New Zealand, it was so rushed, we didn't get an opportunity to do that. So doing that better this time is so good. So that's the leaving well. Uh, Next thing is, how do you launch? So literally the launch is, we are stepping out of this environment and it's all of the details and it can be incredibly overwhelming. So the, the things there that are most helpful is I've got a whiteboard, I'm writing on there all the things to do. Uh, I am a little key, don't do it all yourself. Uh, paying for someone to come in and do the landscaping on our house, like a la- last minute, do, just go ahead and do it. It sets up the house for the people that have purchased it, and it just means it looks clean, tidy on the outside, all the landscaping, it's done, the edges are done, the, the bushes are done. Now, in our case, that's like a large area, so that was just so helpful. Uh, was it expensive? Yes, but so worth it. Uh, the same, we're paying somebody to come in and clean the bathrooms. We're paying someone to come in and clean the carpet. What does that mean? That means we focus on the things that only we can do. And then you're paying someone to do the things that anybody can do. And they're going to do it really well. And then it takes away the stress of, oh my gosh, I've still got to clean. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. It just pay someone to do it. It's going, you will not regret it once it's all done. Another thing is uh, walking through, I mean, what things do we take? What things do we leave? Uh, All of those sorts of decisions can be incredibly overwhelming as well. But at the end of the day, uh, we're kind of coming down to a pretty candid decision of it's going to cost $6.13 per square foot to get things transported on the truck. So we know if that item is, we could buy it for $50 and to transport it, it's going to cost $50 we might as well just buy one over there, save the space, make it simple, make it easy. Uh, so we've gone through that with a bunch of different things. And there's a lot of people in, in Reading that have benefited from some great little items of furniture that we're like, just, you know what, let's just make it easy. Let's reduce what we've got, reduce our footprint, and then we'll see where we're at. We don't even know the house we're going to. So just go with it and make the decisions as quick as best as you can and move forward Uh, this morning for example there was one item that was sold for $15 the mattress alone was probably worth four times that and I could get stewed up oh my gosh it's like Andy you're talking 40 bucks difference does it really matter it's done it's gone and so some of those uh, the emotion of everything in the middle of it can cause things to seem much bigger than they really are. When you step back, look at it, go for a walk, really, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Keep moving. 
So walking through the lists of all the things we have to do, uh, we do not have a place to land. So this is kind of crossing over from the launch to the land. We can launch really well. We've got a truck arriving, we've got lists, and we're working through what we need to do. The other thing we've done in terms of the launch is we've gone through with the kids a series of different things we want to do before we launch. Last time we go paddle boarding before we give the paddle boards away. The last time that we go to a the Hearth Cafe uh, as a family and just laughed and laughed and laughed as we were there. Just remembering those little things and those memories. Uh, doing all of those little things that we have to do before we go. So writing that down just helps. And then I can just check them off mentally if I'm trying to just collect that and remember that in my brain we're just going to have a problem so doing that really really helped but launching how do i do that when we don't know where we're going to land well we know we're leaving we've got some deadlines there so that's what we're stepping and leaning into we've got what god has said and i am in the middle of it i'm learning to trust him again i'm learning to let go of more control and then in the middle of that seeing God provide. Uh, my friend Shay Bynes is in a similar situation, trusting God for a house. And it's like, God, they're living in an Airbnb at the moment. And then saying, Lord, what do we do? This is a crazy amount of money. It seems such a waste. And here's God say, I don't need your money. I just need your faith. So that's echoed in my head again and again and again. Andy, I told you this would be easy. Trust me. And I'm like, but God, what about the money? He says, I don't need your money. I know you don't need our money, but the people around us do. Trust me, Andy. So as we've stepped in, we have booked in an Airbnb for three weeks. So it's going to take us about a week to drive over. As we drive over, we're going to just be present in the middle of that. But then when we land, we're landing into an Airbnb. Well, the easy part of that is, all of the details are taken care of. As in, you just land and you use all of their stuff. The hard part of that is, well, what's next? Uh, What about high school? What about all of those other decisions? So I'm just having to trust God in the process, uh, not procrastinate, but we've got, as soon as we arrive, we're going to start to make a plan for what's next. So I have the grace that I need today to do what I need to do today. If I stay focused and anchored in that, it's going to be okay. But I can very easily get out of that and just get into a flap, a fluster. If that happens, which does happen, then just take the time to go for a walk, go for a run, do something physical, um, pray, sing, laugh. Uh, call somebody, take someone for coffee, just remember the stories. There's ways to anchor that. Remember the stories of where you've come from. So we've got three weeks Airbnb. We're going to be looking at houses over that time. And then in the middle of this, this as we've stepped out, it's like that if you've ever seen Indiana Jones in one of those movies where there's this bridge and it's a step of faith or a step of trust, he can't see the bridge, but when he steps out, It's as he steps, it becomes clear. It seems like that's the story for us. So I'm literally packed up uh, in a truck, in a vehicle, uh, with a moving truck, heading over. The moving truck has got one of those, it's moving in storage so they can store our stuff for months at a time if we don't find a place. Everything God said would seem it's all going to line up together. And I'm like, okay, right now we're in in the middle. So we have all those things, we're leaning in, and then I get a 
a, a card from one of my clients. It's got a check inside for just over $7,000. That's going to pay for the Airbnb. I hope this helps you. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are awesome. Just the, the provision of God. It's humbling in the middle of it. But it's like that story with Indiana Jones. It's as we step out, the things are starting to fall into place. The only problem is I've got to let go of what I'm holding on to in order to step out. And so that is both challenging, exhilarating, scary, and everything in between. I'm having an emotion. And for you guys out there, it's actually okay and normal and probably better to talk about it rather than pretend it's not happening and be okay with if your, your transistors are overwhelmed and you're just kind of kind of walking around in a stupor, that's okay too. But then get on with what you need to get on with and it's going to be okay. So in the middle of this, we are leaving. I think we're leaving well. I think we are launching moderately well, um, partly because we don't know. We know where we're launching to in the general area, but not the specifics, but we have somewhere to land. And so the other part of landing is we've got some key people where we're going that we're already connected with that we're going to meet with on a regular basis. Uh, one guy in Harrisburg, another guy in Lancaster, another guy in New York. So literally uh, within two hours of every direction, we've got people that I've known, I've walked with, or that I'm building relationship with in person that I've got intentional time to meet with. They are anchoring our day. The other really cool thing is although we're staying at an Airbnb, which is two hours out of New York, we've got three different parties of people that are literally coming out to where we are to spend time with us. Not staying at the house because we're in an Airbnb, but they want to meet with us, which is both humbling, encouraging, and gives us a sense of, oh my gosh, what is happening going forward? So I don't know where you're at, but I just bless you. If you're in transition right now, I speak peace to you in the middle of it. I bless you to stay anchored. I bless you to stay connected and prioritize the things that are most important. And I bless you to stay anchored, also aware that there is a history that's gone before you. And there's a story that is much bigger than you that you are a part of. So I just bless you to stay a healthy, whole, kind, that all of the things that you think are going to fall out of your head, it's going to be okay. Uh, keep moving forward. And I bless you that you'll find peace in the middle of this. For those that are not in that, I bless you to stay connected with the people that are in transition because your story, your encouragement toward them, don't wait to transition to actually reach out and appreciate the people around you and how they've impacted your life. And you'll probably hear some encouraging things about how you have impacted them also. So bless you. Have a wonderful week. And uh, hearing next week, we'll be on our way driving from east to west. We'll be somewhere in the middle, like literally, I don't know, hopefully not Nebraska. But for those of you in Nebraska, it's going to be okay. We might sneak across the top of you and heading across Wyoming, South Dakota, and we're going to be learning. And I'll be telling you what we're learning along the way and how to handle it when we're actually driving literally through the middle. Have a wonderful week.